How did the podcast come about? While at work offshore in late 2022, a group of us was sitting outside the living quarters talking to one old-timer who was telling a story from 1492, or so we like to tease him. One thing is, he's good at telling a story. Everybody is listening intently and laughed at the punchline. Reminded me of the good old days where we learned about the oil field from those who had lived it. As they told stories or tall tales that would entertain, teach, and mesmerize those listening. Then an hour later, I went back outside to the same area. A dozen people were sitting around on benches, all looking at their iPhones. While they scrolled, liked, listened, watched, talk-ticked, and book-faced, not a single person was talking to anyone else. They were all alone in their phone bubble. Right then, I knew the rich history, crazy stories, important learning points, not to mention a million jokes that are happening, are soon to be lost on this generation coming into the oil field. Before the iPhone, social media separated us from ourselves, friends, and family. I wanted to find a way to capture and share the rich history, those crazy stories starting out with the old-timers, retirees, who lived through some of the most amazing times in the oil patch, but to also include all of the facets of the oil field, because we all enjoy a good story. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage, have a listen to our Oil Field Talk podcast, and the amazing stories I'm sure will entertain. Welcome, friends and family. I guess the cat's out of the bag, because we're about to launch a podcast. Something that I came up with, as you may have heard, December last year and have spent the first six months of 2023 trying to get everything together and it's coming together fast and it's getting exciting and even though this is probably just going to be a demo I wanted to make a little bit longer recording maybe kind of the first story but mostly for my friends and family to introduce and let you know what's going on and what the future looks like. So the introduction kind of explains the ideas and hopefully uh, if I can find people who want to share their stories then we'll be able to build a great library of just amazing stories that uh, every oil field hand has and anyone in the industry has. So I'm really excited about it, and I'm actually offshore at work right now. I've got another week on the rig, and I'm sitting in the room recording on my iPhone. Even though I've got equipment for a podcast and, you know, the headphones and the microphones, I'm doing it on an iPhone right now, just a regular old speaker. I don't know if the quality's going to be any good. It's just kind of a quick introduction to let everybody know what's going on and maybe share a quick story just uh, what got me into the oil field or what got me into this crazy line of work and I call it crazy with all the love in the world but back in 95 1995 we uh, we were working on the ambulance in Baton Rouge and enjoying it 25 years old, single, no cares in the world, 
and my partner left me. He left me, he knows who he is, and he went off on an adventure. The next thing I know, a few months later, he shows back up working part-time, telling me all these crazy adventures that he had overseas. And of course, I looked up and I said, <laughs> I want to do that. You mean they're going to pay me to travel? So I said, put my name in the hat. And shortly thereafter, I got the call. A little company in uh, Mississippi, a tiny little safety company, who was providing uh, medics, actually, to uh, an oil spill recovery up in Comey, Russia. That's right up at the Arctic Circle, due north of Moscow, basically. This was summer of 95, so if you've ever been in the tundra in the Arctic during the summer, it's not what you expect. It's hot, it's uh, sticky, and there's more mosquitoes, bigger mosquitoes than Louisiana could ever dream of having. But we'll expand on that later another day. Anyway, I got there and I was working six weeks and I was in a foreign country with all the crazy adventures that I didn't expect. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And somebody was paying me well to see the world. So that's really what got me hooked. I know that I'm going to do uh, some longer uh, talks and, and, and podcasts on my adventures. This podcast is not really about me. It's more about getting other people to share their stories. I have plenty. You're going to hear many of them. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. My first small world story. So on this first adventure, I got in an airplane for the first time in New Orleans and took off on the big airplane and anybody that's flown probably remember the first time you go up and it almost feels like you get weightless right and I had that gut feeling that uh oh something's wrong and of course it wasn't it uh, continued on and climbed out and we flew straight to New York City so that was my first my first big airplane ride and I got to New York and walked around Kennedy trying to figure out where to go uh, keep in mind, I'm just a, a guy from South Louisiana who's never been anywhere, never flown anywhere, much less a guy from the 80s, right? I grew up in the 70s and the 80s and the big red bear and the Russia and all that stuff. I was worried. I was kind of concerned, even though the wall came down a few years before. I didn't know what to expect. But anyway, I get on my flight and I take off out of JFK we're flying direct to Moscow and I just my first long ride I was just amazed looking out the windows and looking down 30,000 feet 40,000 feet how much it was and finally kind of caught a nap and I woke up somewhere about halfway across the Atlantic and I got up stretched my legs and walked down to the back of the plane and went and stood in line behind uh, six or eight people probably waiting to go to the bathroom and just looking around waiting in line and the next thing I know I hear Trey and I kind of 
look over my shoulder. I don't see anybody. And then I hear it again. Trey Fogg. I'm like, who in the world knows knows my name? And I'm looking around. I turned 180 degrees straight behind me, about three or four people. This tall guy standing there. Hey, it's John. John's waving at me. Hey, I'm John. And I was like, really? John from high school? He's like, yeah. So anyway, I grew up with this guy. and We weren't great friends, but we knew each other. We had common friends. And he just happened to spot me. I don't think I would have recognized him, but anyway, we did our business and, and stepped to the side and got to talking. And I told him what I was doing. I was to- told him I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. He said, ah, don't worry about it. He said, I live in Moscow. I married a Russian girl. He went to LSU. She was at LSU. And next thing you know, they're married. And he moves back, and he was managing one of the cable companies, if I remember right. Anyway, he said, I'll show you the ropes. I'll show you where to go, what to do, all that kind of stuff. And I was just so appreciative. I could not thank him enough because I was really nervous about going in there and having to figure it out on my own. So anyway, we fly the rest of the way. We land. Sure enough, John's waiting outside the airplane when I come out and he's walking me down. Over here, you got this. Over here, you got that. First thing we're going to do is, you know, immigration or customs I should say and then immigration and the process you know just learning the process I wouldn't have known what to look for I wouldn't have known where to go I guess I finally would have figured it out I don't really know who just throws somebody a a ticket and this was back in the old days with paper tickets just sends them a ticket and says get on an airplane go there wow It was really, really nerve-wracking and and exciting at the same time. So, John, we said goodbye, and uh, off he went home. He went home. And I went across the street to the Novotel Hotel and started my adventures in Russia. And the next next day, got back to the airport, and uh, I've got a domestic flight, an Aeroflot flight from Moscow to Yusinsk, which is the town there I was going to work in. So I get to the domestic side, a lot different than international. And of course, I don't speak a word of Russian. I don't know what's going on, but I follow the numbers and I follow the hand signals and figured it out. And we get on the plane, we take off and I'm looking around and this is a little narrow body jet maybe two seats on each side. Pretty pretty small. It was long, but it was pretty small. Tight quarters. And on Aeroflot in 95, you could smoke. So there are people, you know, smoking. They go back to the bathroom and smoke a cigarette. And I was looking around and there was a goat. Yes, a goat in the walkway. And there was another lady that had chickens on the plane in the plane yeah first time for that but anyway I was lost and I 
decided I was going to go smoke a cigarette, went back to the back, stood in line, got in the bathroom, lit one up, and I kept hearing this high-pitched whistle, just a really high-pitched whistle, and I couldn't figure out exactly what it was. And I'm holding the cigarette, and I'm watching the smoke, and the smoke's going up, like straight up. And I look up, and there's a skylight. And I was like, oh, okay, this is neat. I've never looked out of the top of an airplane flying 30,000 feet at 400 miles an hour. So I'm kind of just watching the world go by or the clouds, and, and I realize that the smoke's disappearing. So I take the cigarette, and I hold it up towards the, the little porthole. You know, it's a round, round window. And... I'm still hearing the whistling, and the smoke is starting to go right up around the around the light. And the next thing I see is all that smoke getting pulled out of the cabin. And, it, and I realized there's a leak in the window seal, and this thing is whistling. It's sucking the air out of the airplane, and my smoke of the cigarettes going through this 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 high-pitched wheel a squeal and the first thing that flashed through my brain was this porthole's going to blow out my head is going to come right through the top of the damn airplane and i'm going to sit there at 400 miles an hour well it was the first thing that flashed through my brain anyway it's kind of crazy all right um I'm going to wind this down. I know it's only 12 minutes. I don't know what kind of quality we're going to get out of this. But know that this is not the podcast quality that's going to be published from now on. This is just kind of a... I want to get something a little bit more out there to introduce what's going on to my friends, to my family. Hopefully, uh, if I can get everybody or ask everybody to... Start looking for the podcast. So the name of the podcast, again, Oil Field, one word, Oil Field Talk. So Oil Field Talk is the name of the podcast. And the production company that I created to do that was Nomad Mobile Productions. So Nomad Mobile Productions is producing the Oil Field Talk podcast. And what I'd like you to do is go onto your podcast apps and start searching. So I've posted, well, correction, the podcast is hosted by Podbean. So Podbean is the company. You can get that app also. It's a website, but they are a host company. So that's where I'm going to host the site. And that's where I upload everything and it gives us what we call a feed an RSS feed so that's where I put everything and then I load or I ask Apple Podcasts I ask Google I ask Amazon um, what do you call it The uh, I can't think of what it is now but all the other podcast platforms feed off of that one so what I'd like to ask is go to your podcast platforms, 
start searching see if it pops up if it doesn't then it may not have uh, may not have gotten there fully yet but if it does then please have a listen uh, there's only three or four other very very short um, little demo pieces on there I needed to put those up to start what they call the analytics so that's Google searching and finding how many episodes you have or um, audible that's what it is Amazon's uh, audible program you know all of them retrieve that that podcast from Podbean and then populate their websites and their their podcast apps so when you find it please like it um, you're welcome to start sharing it if you want to but if you like it if you'll grade it you know they got the little stars one through five or whatever and put a put a rating on there you can put comments on there those things actually help the podcast to to be recognized by the computers by the analytics and the more people that like it that share it that comment that rate it then it helps um, other people to find it it moves up in the in the analytic ratings and stuff so i guess that's really the only thing i'm asking tonight or with this message is for my friends to to start poking around see what they can find i hope that all of my oil field friends uh, might be interested and maybe excited to tell some of their crazy stories that you know nobody's going to believe half of them and that's okay we're not here to say if it's true or false we're here to have some fun we're here to relay some stories some history learn some things that maybe you've never heard before i've already got several people lined up i've got safety people retired people oims i've got uh what do you call it uh, land-based petroleum land-based um, production I don't have any land-based drilling yet but it'll come I've got friends out there and hopefully you'll reach out if you want to share and uh, the idea is that I'm gonna have a mobile podcast I'm gonna have a mobile studio pulling behind my truck and I'm gonna go to Morgan City and go visit two or three people and maybe get you know three or four um, episodes recorded and then maybe go to Petal or Brookhaven or somewhere in Mississippi go visit some friends that are interested in uh, telling their stories and then head out to Texas and go visit there so I'm gonna be a nomad right that's the reason for the name nomad mobile productions is just gonna wander around and hopefully settle in some of these small towns meet some great people and come up with uh, a podcast and a bunch of stories that hopefully you'll enjoy and everybody will get a laugh out of all right we're looking at about 20 minutes right now and thank you very much for listening i appreciate it I'm looking forward to getting this uh, show on the road. Oh, by the way, the websites, both the nomadmobileproductions.com website and the oilfieldtalk.com websites should be up 
hopefully this week waiting on the final um, graphics and everything my buddy Chris at uh, Gracia Graphics in New Orleans is working on that right now and should be up and running here very very soon and uh, we've got Facebook pages so if you want to go to Facebook you can look up Oilfield Talk on Facebook and Nomad Mobile Productions on Facebook and I got a bunch of those other what do you call them oh media you know the TikTok and the Snapchat and the YouTube and all that stuff not right now but eventually the website and the podcast will have all those links all those connections I can see some funny stuff coming out on TikTok just some short little stories that people tell that just be perfect little clips but anyway if you got any ideas if you're interested please let us know uh, the company phone number 225-999-5223 I'm not ready to start you know scheduling right now but it won't be long so if you're interested what I've told a couple of friends is get a scratch piece of paper when you think of a story you want to tell just write it down write down something that'll remind you of the story you want to tell because whenever we finally do get together you're going to forget half of the ones that you know or at least I would forget half of the stories I wanted to tell but if we start writing them down start making some lists then once we get together we'll set up we'll make some recordings We can do it at the kitchen table. We can do it on the back porch. We can do it in the podcast studio. Doesn't matter. I can set up just about anywhere. And it doesn't matter how long, okay? So if you only got one or two stories you want to share, that's fine. If you've got three days worth of stories you want to share, we'll work something out. I might have to come back another day, but you see my point. I want to collect anything anybody's got and looking forward to it. I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to the adventure. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I look forward to hearing from everybody. Take care. Be safe. Of course, right after I hit stop, I remembered one more thing. And there'll be a lot of them. But uh, don't forget to follow So on your podcast apps and stuff, you can follow the podcast. And then you'll be notified whenever something pops up new. And you'll be up to date. So thanks again, guys. Talk to you soon. Nomad Mobile Productions is a broadcasting and media production company that produces podcasts and provides a mobile podcast studio complete with audio and video recording equipment. We also offer post-production processing, editing, marketing, and publication for podcasts. Our mobile production studio will come to you. Visit our webpage, nomadmobileproductions.com, or our Facebook, 